When I sat down to start writing the curriculum, I really asked myself, I'm like, if I had unlimited amount of time and I was sitting in an exam room with a mom, what would I teach them about this? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Brands at Book Show, where we help creative service-based businesses build their brands and find more clients. I'm your host, Davey Jones. Danny Stringer of Kid Nurse joins me on the podcast today to discuss building an online community and becoming an online educator. It's always interesting chatting with someone who has taken something that's typically a service and has turned it into a product. She chats with us about how she's built her community and eventually created her first online course. There's a lot of great insight in this episode, regardless of whether or not you have plans to launch an online course. Be sure to check out the show notes at davianchrista.com for the resources we mentioned during the episode. And I want to hear from you. Let me know what kind of content you'd like to see on the podcast as we move forward. To leave your feedback, head on over to the Davy and Krista Facebook page and send us a message. You can also DM us on Instagram at Davy and Krista. Now, on to the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Brandset Book Podcast. I'm excited about today's interview because it's really a first. I have with me Danny Stringer, the founder of kidnurse.org. And Danny, I'm going to let you explain what all of that is, but it's the first time I think that I've had a nurse on the podcast. So welcome. Yay. Oh, I love it. Thanks so much for having me on today, Davey. It's really exciting to talk with you. And I just love how you guys have been able to help me build my business. So it's just exciting to get to chat. But anyhow, yeah. So my name is Danny Stringer. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner. I have been running an online website called kidnurse.org for, I think we're going on six years now. So I've been a nurse practitioner for almost a decade. And Kid Nurse was just born from this idea with seeing kids in my pediatric office, 30, 35 kids a day, and parents were coming into my office. We would start a lot of the visits like this. They would say, well, I was reading online and I just really don't know what to think. So I could relate to parents because I'm still younger myself. I'm the age of most of the parents that I've been working with for a long time. And I could relate to that sentiment of looking online and being confused and then being really worried about your child. So I thought a really good way to get evidence-based information out there for parents would be starting a blog. So my husband's like, oh, you should start a blog, right? When blogging was the thing. And lo and behold, after blogging and educating people online for all these years, we've had like well over 3 million visits. So the website just like killed it, was doing amazingly. And so that's kind of where my passion for educating parents online started. And so that's where we started with Kid Nurse. And then I just recently launched the Mom Nurse Academy, which is an extension of our educational work. And that's how we found out about you is because you've actually 
used one of our website templates and Krista yeah. helped with a portion of that for your most recent launch, but you did such a good job with it. It looks so sharp. So, you know, congrats on that and your Thanks. recent launch for sure. But no surprise that your website became so popular because as I was telling you before the podcast started, we're in that season. You know, we have our first, right. he's going on two years old, but even that first year for sure, it's like yeah. every time he gets a cold, what do you mm -hmm. do? What medicines are okay now? Conflicting information online. WebMD never seems to really answer your question. You know, it seems like at the end of it, it's always like something more cancer. serious. And you got, yeah, it's exactly. Cancer. It's yeah. always cancer on WebMD. Right. That's right. <laughs> and you end up going to the doctor. So I can totally see how you fit just such a need out there. And you've been educating for a while now. I know that you've done a TEDx talk. So Kid Nurse isn't your first or only foray into educating parents. Yeah, it's all been an extension. You know, I totally was starting from that place of, yeah, okay, a blog sounds good. And then it just kind of exploded. There's been a lot of opportunities that have come from that too. But I just love helping parents in that situation because so often through practice, it's, you know, like that first time your baby gets a fever, you don't know what to do. Do you go rushing in? Do you go to the ER? And so what we see in medicine is all these completely unnecessary visits. And yeah. it's just unnecessary in that it's not medically necessary, but parents really do need education and reassurance. And your child's going to face so many viral infections every kid does. That's how they build their immune system. So really having that process of having somebody that teaches on this, hold your hand and walk you through what to do and what's safe and what's not safe. And really even just reassurance about when you actually need to go in or not, those types of red flags. I think that's just so helpful and totally what I'm passionate about. But yeah, no, you guys were a huge part in helping me with our whole website redesign. And so I'm so thankful about that. Well, thank you. We love hearing that. And all the credit is due Krista, not me. <laughs> She's, no, no. She was the one in there oh, helping mean, you with that. Yeah. Christmas trick. He's been working for Show It for a while now. Mm -hmm. And so, because we're just such good friends, he's definitely strongly encouraged me, Danny, you need to switch to Show It. And this was after many happy hours where I've been complaining about, oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't know how to tell my web designer what I want more than what I'm trying to do, you know, like already going through that experience of visually, I think I know what I want and they're not getting it. And I don't know how to bridge that gap. And Chris is like, you have to switch to show it because then you can just do this yourself. And it doesn't have to be this horrible mystery. Like you could just log on and start playing with it. But he's like, you need to start with a template. And I was always under the impression that show it's super cool, but show it is for photographers, right? Yep. So I didn't see my ability as an online educator. Like I just didn't see that I would fit with that platform because I just hadn't used it yet. So when I finally reached my wits end, because we've been through many website redesigns before. And I would say with each redesign, we got maybe 50% closer to what I envisioned. Sure. But we hadn't landed the plane. And me not being in the website world, like I can see what I like, but I don't know how to direct somebody. That's not my specialty at all. Sure. I'm just like, I want it to be beautiful and feminine and friendly and make it happen. So I was so thrilled when I did start going down the show at road and then I found your templates and I thought it was so wonderful that you had an actual template dedicated to online educators. Because mm -hmm. then when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's totally me. And this is exactly what I want it to look like. So 
that was a very happy day in my life as a business owner, Davey. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad we could help. For anybody listening, Danny had just mentioned Chris Misterick, who we've had on the podcast as well, self-made website designer. So yeah. if you're interested in getting into website design, definitely check out that episode. And just Chris's story is super interesting as well. But point being, glad we could help Danny. And I want to hear a little bit more about Mom Nurse Academy specifically. So this is your latest launch Tell us a little bit about what it is and who it's for and some of the things that you dive into there. Awesome. Yeah. So with the Mom Nurse Academy, our whole goal is to help parents, specifically really moms, confidently take care of sick kids. So we cover most of the common pediatric illnesses. So we go into great depth about fevers, colds, ear infections, sinus infections, respiratory distress, and dehydration. And so through each of those modules, it's over four hours of video education with me. And when I sat down to start writing the curriculum, I really asked myself, I'm like, if I had unlimited amount of time and I was sitting in an exam room with a mom, what would I teach them about this? Because part of the reason I really switched to kid nurse is I got so tired of having to do five to 10 minute appointments where you give people just like a tiny piece of information and you say, your kid's going to be fine and you send them on their way. That's really not explaining or giving necessarily empowering information about how to face this next time and what do you really sure. need to do. So and so much of the work that we can do once we educate someone is helping them get over that fear, just like with fevers. My process is I start by teaching parents what's actually happening in their child's amazing little body. Like we start with the science of it. And from there, we can really build onto, okay, so when this happens, what do you need to do? How do you respond? Do you need to treat? Do you need to just let them rest? You know, all of those things. And then in each module, we also cover what are the real red flags? Like when do you really need to go in? Or when is your child likely going to be fine and you just need to wait it out at home? So that's the mom nurse academy in a nutshell but i just love teaching parents how to get through this because kids get sick a lot and i think there's a real gap in medicine so when parents want to go the extra mile to really understand these things that's totally what the mom nurse academy is for so awesome yeah no that's great and what made you start thinking that maybe there was or this gap existed and you could fill it in this way and i'm just interested in this concept in general because there's so many services out there or or needs that were previously filled by services. And yeah. now products, especially online products, have been created around them. So what kind of led you to believe that, oh yeah, maybe people would be interested in some sort of online course around this topic? Right. Well, in the earlier days of Kid Nurse, really leading up to this, we've never charged for anything. So mm -hmm. I've really been doing all of this education just as like a ministry because I like teaching people. And I know some families really struggle to have access to medical information. So sure. it was born as a passion project, but really I went through many different seasons with kid nurse. So I would write and things would go viral and that was always amazing and very cool. But at the same time, when you're blogging, I think a lot of bloggers experience this point where it's not necessarily building community. So mm -hmm. I really still wanted to have a better relationship with people that were coming to the site and reading information. So I thought the next natural progression to that to really actually try to create more community and educate people to the next level would be starting a group. 
So we started a Facebook group called the Kid Nurse Community. And so over time, we had thousands of people in that group. So it got up to 5,000 moms. And then because of the Kid Nurse brand and who we are, we have some really amazing pediatric nurses and nurse practitioners that came with me in that group. And so what started happening in that group is we would have moms asking questions about their kids all the time. I loved it because it's such an interesting educational experience for everyone. So if you have somebody that posts a picture of a kid's rash, and then you have not only me, you know, pediatric nurse practitioner of 10 years, but then you have all my other nursing friends and nurse practitioners, it's really amazing to get the input of lots of nurses and nurse practitioners on your child. And so we save people hundreds of thousands of dollars and not having to go into their medical offices or their pediatricians through that group. But at the same time as that group, grew, I was still recently moderating 20,000 questions and comments <laughs> a month, you know? Sure. So then that was like a full-time ministry position. Cause if you don't moderate that really well, parents will get bad information. And that's literally the opposite reason of why I started this project. Yeah. So when I realized that that was happening, I'm like, we have to have a better platform for answering these questions, because most of the questions are somewhat similar. Every kid gets a fever. Every kid gets a cold. What do you do when your child gets a cold? What medications can you give? So a lot of similar questions. So I built out the course curriculum to answer all of these thousands of questions that we had gotten over the past three years of doing that in the community. And then obviously the next expansion of our educational model was rolling out this course. So I love service-based business. I mean, medicine is service-based business, so I get it. I would say as much as I love educating, I also love that magic moment when you teach a mom one-on-one about her baby and she walks away confidently. So I still love that service element of it. But at the same time, I really just passionately want to be able to get that information out to thousands of people. And so, of course, seemed like the best next progression. Yeah, for sure. It's such an interesting time period for this course to be launched because of this pandemic and the quarantine and people being stuck at home. And so I have to imagine that it's a pretty amazing service. I also wonder how it's going to potentially change just healthcare in general. I know for Krista, she had to schedule a dermatology appointment. And so they did that all virtually. You know, she didn't have to go to the office. She Amazing. could check what prescriptions she had at home if the doctor asked, right. you know, instead of trying to remember. There was no waiting for the doctor because she just sat there at her computer doing work. And when the doctor showed up, she stopped doing work and could be there for her appointment. So I do think that just in general, this model that you have around an online course makes so much sense. And it's probably so much more convenient for people than bringing your kid to the doctor every time you get sick. Yes. And I know for us in particular, just probably as any parent, for your first especially kind of wondering, okay, well, what does that mean? You know, he's starting to cough, like, do I need to bring him in? Is he getting sick? Is it just a cold? You know, what's going on there? So I think the whole course aspect of this is super fascinating. I do think that there are people who provide this service, but for a service, you can only treat one person at a time. But by creating a course and even through your Facebook group and your blog, now you're able to help thousands of people, if not tens of thousands of people and beyond. So it's definitely a way to serve more people for sure. Even going back into the initial content you were creating, because one of the things that's striking to me is first, everything was free at the time, right? You're just putting content out there and you're just creating content. And I think that's one of the best ways to start One, I mean, building an audience, but two, start understanding what questions that people 
have, and I think it's a step that a lot of people skip is kind of everything in between. Maybe they're doing the service and now they're wondering how they can monetize some sort of online course and so they jumped there. But you did the work of putting out a bunch of free content for years. How did you determine kind of what content to create and where to go next? Yeah. So it was very much, I would say this was the most helpful part of the group because I was constantly getting the exact questions Mm -hmm. from my audience. And so I think that that is a good point because a lot of people skip that and they do service-based business, but they go directly into, okay, now I'm going to create a product. You might think your product is amazing, but if your audience isn't the one asking you for it, that's where there's going to be a conflict. So while the pathway of building Kid Nurse into our course meant me working full-time for free for many years, I know my audience really, really well. And so there's lots of relationship there before we went and launched any type of platform that would be actually trying to monetize that. Yeah. And even going back to what Chris Mysterick's doing with self-made website designer, I don't think he has any sort of paid offering right now, but he has a podcast that he pushes content out on now. He's been blogging for quite some time. He works as a designer for Show It after some period of time, I'm sure, if he wanted to. And I have no idea whether he wants to go this route or not, but he'll probably be able to put together a pretty great course Yeah, because he's answered so many different questions similar to what you've been able to do with your Facebook group where you get the same questions over and over again. I assume you're able to create blog content around that. I also assume that people have questions about that blog content that just leads to more content. Right. Yeah. But would you agree that that was a really valuable resource for you as you put together your course? Because I got to imagine, especially with anything medical, there are a thousand different questions that potentially could be asked. So right. determining like what's going to go in the course that's sure. actually helpful. Did you find that the Facebook group and blogging previously helped you with that? Oh, certainly. I mean, this course is the culmination of the best of what I've created in 10 years of being a pediatric nurse practitioner. So there's no question that this is my entire career, the best of what I have to offer. So for me in medicine, there's a component of this of you need to build a course that really truly answers mom's questions. So they walk away feeling reassured about what they should appropriately be reassured about. And then there's a secondary level of through this past six years of blogging, we really have a very firm foundation at Kid Nurse. Like the reason I do this is because I want evidence-based information going to parents. So there is so much woo and garbage out there online, Mm -hmm. if we're being honest, like that's medically irresponsible. And so I'm an Enneagram one. I'm very much (laughs) about like getting parents good science and doing this correctly. So there is a lot of resources and research that went into actually building out the Mom Nurse Academy, but some just major wonderful pediatricians. And there's so much content within the pediatric medical world that this was kind of built upon as well. But it's a combination of good medicine and answering good questions. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, for those of you listening, if you want to check it out, even if maybe you're not in a season of life where this course would be something that you'd want to purchase. I do encourage you to check it out because I think it's laid out really, really well. And I think you can tell that you've obviously been doing this for a long time because it just makes sense, especially being in the season of life, kind of on the outside looking in how it's laid out. So I think that was really nicely done. In terms of how you marketed it and how you launched it for people who are getting ready to do something 
similar in their own businesses. What are some of the things that you did to prepare for that? Yeah, great question. So we kind of did a traditional webinar style launch. Now, I will say there's no rule book for launching in the middle of a pandemic. So sure. right, this is yeah. our crazy reality of trying to be business owners in the middle of a pandemic. And none of us have experienced that before. So interestingly enough, we had built out all the content, all of the copy. We have a large email list, email funnels. The webinar was going to be on a slightly different topic than what it ended up being on because I was really launching exactly exactly when the tides had turned and, oh, coronavirus is definitely in the U.S. and we're shutting everything down now. Yeah. So I was just getting inundated and everybody was concerned about coronavirus, whereas before the webinar was going to be a little bit more about what does evidence-based medicine mean and how do you avoid misinformation online as a parent. I do different interview segments with Fox sometimes, like Fox was going to have me on for coronavirus. So it was just chaos. So I'm like, I told our launch team, we really need to shift and pivot to addressing parents' concerns about coronavirus. So we did both. So we talked a lot about what parents need to know about coronavirus and then also how do you avoid misinformation online and what is evidence-based practice? And then finally, what is the Mom Nurse Academy and how is this going to help you as a parent if you don't want to be searching Google in the middle of the night to try and find answers about your kid's fever? I mean, ultimately it went well. So lots of content. The webinars were really fun. We are trying to switch that into more of an evergreen model so parents can still just come and watch the webinar or get any of our years of educational information from the blog and then see if the Mom Nurse Academy is a right fit for them. I think the world still is so frozen right now that it's going to be interesting to see really how we come out of this and what is our world going to look like? And, you know, I think even Krista's observation, I think there's still going to be some good changes that come from medicine. Within pediatrics right now, things are pretty much shut down. Unless it's truly an actual emergency, parents are staying at home and watching their kids. The Mom Nurse Academy is the perfect solution to that. Like if you're going to be dealing with these common illnesses at home and you don't want to be exposed to germ-filled pediatric offices and hospitals, then I have a solution for you. So I think ultimately with our marketing strategy, and this is just really my heart as a nurse, I'm just going to keep doing what we've always been doing. And we're just going to continue with our educational efforts and ultimately knowing I can only teach so much in an Instagram post or teach so much on the blog. Really, that's not going to compare to four hours of education where it's you and me sitting in my living room and we're teaching you everything you need to know about your kiddo's fever or cold. So that's, I think, what the future is going to look like for us. But I know business leaders everywhere are really asking themselves that and like, how do we pivot and how do we lead well and what do we do? So it's going to be an interesting season for sure. Yeah, 100%. And I do think that because this is unprecedented, we just don't know, which makes it tough to launch anything right now. But with that said, I do appreciate how you pivoted because that was what was top of mind for people. And I think months of planning probably went into this launch. And so for you to be able to do that, I think says a lot, which is cool. But one of the things that you presumably have been doing for a while is building your email list. And I think that's probably one of the most frequent questions I get from people is how to get started building an email list. 
So I was wondering, are you able to speak to that a little bit, just how you've been able to build your email list? It's one of the things on this podcast that we talk about how there's just a lot of value in building an email list, because even if you do have pretty consistent readership on your blog, let's say, one of the easiest ways to directly connect with people is via email. You don't deal with the same algorithms as social media and so on and so forth. And I think anybody who's doing any sort of launch that I'm helping with, we emphasize the importance of building that email list. So where did you get started building an email list? Yeah, no, and that's really wise as far as social media too, because it is, it's very hard to keep up with how they keep changing things. And so even having done this for six years, it's amazing how we've gone through different phases with Facebook. I've had a page back in the day when pages were huge, right? And they had great reach. And then that did kind of switch. And then we pivoted to having a group and then the group did really well. Well, even within this launch, you can't target Facebook ads at groups. So we had a huge amount of trouble actually reaching because Facebook's constantly changing. I think a lot has switched now within the mom space to Instagram. And so I really have no advice for your readership on that because (laughs) I'm right there with you. But I am thankful that we started with any of the blog content. Really, we had tons of lead page magnets. So we would do a blog and I would either take a component of the blog and expand upon it in a download that people would have to enter their email for through lead pages to get, or it would just be helpful additional things. Like I'd have a blog post talking about Benadryl and when you could use Benadryl with your child and when you shouldn't use Benadryl with your child. But then the actual download would be the weight-based dosage chart to make sure your child's getting the correct dose of medication. So we had to just really get pretty clever with coming up with those things, but it worked really well. So, I mean, email list is pretty large having used that strategy for many, many years now. Yeah, that's great. So you're using this content upgrade strategy, right? Where you're giving away really great stuff for free. I mean, those are questions that people have is, we could only use Tylenol for a while and then you could use Motrin and when Benadryl, all that came in. But it was definitely a question at one point where we had and looking up that dosage chart. Well, and as soon as you think you remember it, your child is grown and then it's like, (laughs) it's a whole new thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really interesting just to hear that strategy because I think hearing somebody like you talk about it, you're like, oh yeah, you know, of course that makes total sense. But I think people struggle with kind of understanding, okay, well, what goes in a lead magnet and why should this be a lead magnet and not, let's say, a blog post? And you could very well right. have taken that dosage chart and just put it up as a PDF and on your I website. Did. I went through phases of that too, where it would be like, okay, well, this blog post is performing way better than we thought it would. And then we would go back and modify it and take important components out and then make it a download. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways to play with that, but you have to have strong content. <laughs> So you you really have to have enough for a blog post and enough for a download. And that is hard. It's not easy. Yeah. But that's another great strategy that you bring up as well is going back. And I mean, most people have been blogging for at least some time during their business. So going back to Google Analytics and just kind of understanding, okay, well, this is my most popular blog post. Why? And then seeing what can you do to either extend that and, and create a lead magnet? Or like you said, can you take certain parts out and put it behind some sort of email wall? So lots of different stuff that you've been doing that I think is going to be really helpful for anybody listening. Just out of curiosity, what platform do you use for your email list? So we just now switched. We switched from MailChimp to Infusionsoft. Okay, awesome. I'm not as familiar with Infusionsoft anymore. We used it 
a few years ago. One thing I kind of remember about it though is that oh, there was a lot a to it. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot to yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. if you're listening and you're just getting started, I'm not quite sure that Infusionsoft would be the first place that I send you <laughs> just because. What do you guys like to use? We've been using ConvertKit for a number of years. ConvertKit's great because I think if you're just getting started and you've never used an email platform before, it's easy enough nice. to pick up, but it's advanced yeah. enough that it can pretty much handle whatever it is that you want to do with email marketing. It does miss like Infusionsoft though has, I think you can take payment through Infusionsoft. I mean, there's a whole CRM aspect. Yeah, all of the integrations. So now I'm kind of in the learning phase of it. And I will tell you, it is extremely confusing. I am a nurse practitioner. I am not tech gifted. (laughs) Sure, sure. I agree. And the price point on ConvertKit is a lot better too. So no, I went back and forth over what to use. Yeah. And so the price point, I think that is another reason why maybe I'd recommend ConvertKit first. Flowdesk is another really popular option that's brand new. We had the Flowdesk founders on the podcast a while back. So searching email marketing platforms, be sure to check out that episode because that's definitely one you want to take a look at as well. As far as the course goes itself, are you hosting the course? I guess in Chujasoft. Okay. Kajabi. That's right. I knew that actually. And how do you like Kajabi? I love Kajabi. I actually, out of all of the different tech things that we've needed for this launch and the course, I think Kajabi has been the best platform to work with. I've taken enough courses myself. If you compare Kajabi to, let's say, Teachable or something, it's not comparable from a user end experience. So ultimately, for the most part, I like the features that Kajabi gives you. And I really like how it presents the content to the learner. So I've been super happy with that platform. 100% agree. We use Kajabi for our courses as well. And we came from Thinkific, which is, I think, really similar to Teachable and didn't love, especially on the user's end, how content was presented. One of the other things about Kajabi for people who are listening who may want to create an online course is, and we don't use these aspects of Kajabi, but Kajabi does email as well. And I believe they also do webinars as well. So they're very much an all-in-one platform. So if you are listening and you're looking to save money, that's a good place to go. Do you have any other tips or suggestions for people who are getting into becoming an online educator? Oh, that's a good question, Davey. Kid Nurse has gone through an interesting journey of being a ministry and then trying to adapt with the times and create something that is really, really going to help and bless people. So we've ended up there for sure. We've talked a lot today about how you give your audience content and how you keep doing that and really gain that relationship with your audience. And I love that strategy. And I think ultimately that is going to be a winning strategy within the online educational world. I do think that there is a balance to it though. So I think getting your audience used to buying something, even if it's a smaller price point or finally working them along this journey together where there's a balance of free and then, okay, if you want the next level, this is what it's going to be. I think that's a beautiful combination and one that will lead to a lot of success. But between that and building an email list and really just working to bless and solve the problems and the pain points that your audience is experiencing, you ultimately can't go wrong with that. Yeah. And I think that's great advice. And I really like the path that you followed. And we all do. We just kind of figure out as we go, right? But I think creating that content and giving away great content is 
important, especially as more and more people get into online education in general. It's the better content that's going to rise to the top. And I think that people are scared to a certain extent to give away your best content. But it's really, I think if you want to establish yourself, one, as an authority and two, as having something valuable enough to buy, that that's really what you have to do. And typically, when I'm coaching people through this, one thing that I'll tell them is when you share content, if it doesn't hurt a little bit, if you don't have that question of, am I sharing right. too much? You know, Am I yeah. giving away too much? If you don't feel that a little bit, then you're probably yes. not giving away enough. But like I said, I mean, I just really appreciate the business that you've put together and hearing about your journey. And I think the ministry aspect of it too is particularly special, but it's probably been a large reason why it's so successful is just because you really have just kind of put your entire medical career, like everything that you've learned right into it. So I got to yeah. imagine that a lot of people have been blessed by the information that you've put out. Thanks. And the respect is mutual. So I really love what you and Krista are doing for people. And I know it definitely solved all of my problems finally. So I am very thankful for that. Good. Well, we're super happy to hear that as well. So we're glad we could help. For people who are interested in learning more about you and following along, and maybe I know we have other young parents, people doing it for the first time out there. So for people who just want to check out what you have to offer, where should they go? kidnurse.org. And particularly if you're interested in the Mom Nurse Academy, it's just kidnurse.org forward slash academy. And so that's where you can learn more about me, more about kidnurse. And two, I'll let your viewers know that we're doing the Mom Nurse Academy, but I also have a special Mom Nurse community for our course program. And so that's where I'm teaching people through the course, but also doing the same thing that we've done for years and really answering parents specific questions. So it's me and the most amazing nurses that I just love. Yeah. So you can check out Kid Nurse through that platform and we're on social media too. Awesome. And all of that, of course, as always will be in the show notes. So for those of you driving, working out right now, don't have anywhere to take notes, be sure to check out the show notes for links to all of those resources. But Danny, thank you for your time today. Oh, thanks, Davey. Thanks for tuning in to the Brands That Book Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review in iTunes. For show notes and other resources, head on over to DaveyandKrista.com. 